We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but I'm cool like that. You're now rocking with the best luminary sounds, the, the number one station for independent artists. I'm cool like that. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. We are back. All right. That was some new music for you guys. Timbaland and his new artist with My Way. So, I mean, that is a new banger for me. I like it. I like it a lot. What do you think about that, Missy? Um, obviously, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Timbaland's my favorite um, musician ever. Yeah. I know all his songs. <laughs> She's so silly. I know all his songs. You know what's so funny? Because I caught the um, Aaliyah sample, you know, um, Are You That Somebody with the baby. Oh. That. <laughs> oh, I have to listen to it again. I have to, I have to like, sit, sit in isolation and listen to music. Yeah. So... I'm so excited today. Um, this gentleman, uh, our guest is here. And when I tell you this man represents the DMV very well, he's grew up in D.C., grew up from a, fa a, a family, another musical family that has musicians as well as singers. This man has sung national anthems for the WNBA, the NBA, the NCAA. I don't even know. And this man has chart topped. Without further ado, you guys, Luminary Community, we got Nam, Nam Jones in the yes, building. Right. I've been saying Nam, it's Nam, Nam right? L listen, as long as it's said. Nam Jones. <laughs> so, Nam. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. It's always a privilege to have, to be invited somewhere. Um, so I'm excited to talk about it today. Yes, yes we're excited too. Don't be scared. Yeah, you know, I, believe it or not, I, I was just saying uh, I do get nervous, really nervous. And you, some people think that I don't get nervous because I'm at the Lakers game or in the NLB in Man. front of the Dodgers. So and that's seventy thousand, you know, people sometimes, and I do get really nervous. That that was one of my thoughts. Man. Honestly, I was like, he's done so many, he probably doesn't even get nervous See, anymore. People think that, but I do. I get extremely nervous. Okay, what mm. makes you nervous? Like you think like. Um, the song's gonna go out. Your mic's gonna go out. Your voice is gonna crack. Like, or you're just like, what, what's going through your head? Actually, it's a lot going through my head. Uh, but I can't really pinpoint. It depends on the event. Okay. Mm. You know, it depends on the event. But I, it's so much going on that can go wrong. But I really, it's just the nerves. It just won't go away. I, I, sometimes <laughs> I'm confident. I'm like, what? What happened? The like the butterflies. The butterflies start kicking in. Just fake it till you make it. Absolutely. <laughs> and trust me, I always do because nobody can ever tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. So tell us a little bit about yourself and like your journey and like what you want people to know. Yes, well, I'm Nam Jones. Um, Nam is short for Namaste. Um, mm. The God in me honors the God in you. The love in me honors the love in you. That's you know, beautiful. The, the divine in me honors the divine in I you. I love so, that. Um, so I figured Namaste was too long. So my friends call me Nam or, you know, my female friends call me Nami. And Nami. so I just Nami. I just shortened it to Nam. It got to be the ladies. You know. Nami. Nami. <laughs> now that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they say Nami. And so I would say, okay, I'm going to shorten it to Nam. And so I just Nam Jones with a Z. Um, my mm -hmm. family's name is Jones. Uh, so with a Z, and I just added the Z on there to just be a little, you know, extra, yeah, extra no, R&B, sure. extra artist-y. Give it a little, a little, um. <laughs> Pizzazz. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Go ahead. And, and so I'm from D.C. And I've been, like you said, I come from a musical family. Um, my grandfather was an artist and a singer and musician. My my entire family, my aunts and uncles sang. I mean, they're the best singers. My my aunts are the best singers you can ever wow. hear. And they're not like. Are they all from D.C. too as well? Or? They're from Maryland area. They're from okay. Maryland yeah, area. The Eastern Shore. So not over here. Wow. Not over here. The they're, DMV. They're, they're not over here. But they're, DMV has a lot of great yeah. artists. Uh, you know. Absolutely. Ari Lennox coming out of DMV. She's coming out of D.C. So, so many artists. And if you all don't know what I'm talking about when I'm referencing DMV, it's Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. No. I'm oh, it's kidding. not. Oh, what is goodness. it? I'm kidding. Oh my I'm goodness! Kidding. I'll say, go, hold on. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I just want. It's DC, <laughs> Maryland, Virginia. I yes. want. I want to mess with him. Uh, yes. Because because <laughs> we had the reason why I, I joke with you like that is because we just had a tri-state artist here, and I was telling her Delaware, New Jersey, New York. Yes. And her name is Amanda Holly, and she was great. She also comes from a musical family. Yeah. So. The funny thing is I went to school with a lot of DMV people and you used to be like, man, nobody knows what DMV stands for. And I was like, I'm going to mess with them so bad. I was like, it's Delaware. And they were like, it's DC. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see how hyped you got yeah. him oh, right he, now? He got, he got, yeah. real, he got him real hyped. Yeah. He, was, got him real, I, he got real hyped. I, I was real fired up. <laughs> so I, I love I love that area. 
And one of the reasons is you all have so many creations that people don't know about. And you're underrated as far as the music vibe goes. Because to me, correct me if I'm wrong, that's home of Go-Go. It is the home of Go-Go. So um, being that's the home of Go-Go and you're an R&B artist, how did coming up from D.C. influence your style of music? Well, I, I, honestly, R&B is in Go-Go, you know? Uh, so yeah. you you go back, date back to the Backyard Band and go to TCB and CCB, and then you're going to be singing, Sexy ladies, give me your number, girl. So that is Go-Go. Not right now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So th- you're going to sing for real. Like, you're going to sing for real in, in Go-Go. So, but you just translate that and make it a little R&B and... You know, so it's go. No, for sure, for sure. And another thing too is, growing up with the family that you grew up, right? Um, I know some of them played some instruments, yes. right? Um, did you pick up any instruments along the way, or was just the vocals? For me, it's just the vocals. Um, but okay. I do, I do bring around on the keys. I'm not. I don't like to say that I know how to play the keys because people that really know how to play the keys, <laughs> they're gonna re- test you. You really know how to play the keys, and they're gonna test you. And I don't play. Like I'm like, okay, um, no, I don't know. Give me that. B, <laughs> give me that B flat. Yeah, they're, they're gonna do all of that, and I'm just like, okay, no, nah, uh, I can sing though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick in my lane. Yeah. No, I'm gonna stick in my lane. Yep. But but I wish I w- want to take more time to learn that craft and more like absolutely. You know, also like. I don't know why I love violins in my music, and I would love to even attempt to do that um, because I love I could violins. see that. You can. I could see the whole woodwind and the that with yes. your voice. I yes. could see that behind it. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, it would sound it would sound great. Yes, thank sound you so very, much. Very very good. Um, well, okay, so your family's over on the other side of the country. You mm. are into R and B, and you grew up on gospel, right? I sh- well, most R and B most R and B singers grew up on gospel. I, I've heard mm-hmm. some R and B singers lately that said they did not. So oh. that's a little different. I was like, well, most R and B singers <laughs> I know grew up on gospel, and if you can out just outright sing like that, right. you most likely oh yeah been in church because they're gonna ask you to sing right now. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, is there like a a song that you like sing to yourself or listen to when you're like missing your family or you want to feel like connected to them? Something that you like, um, yeah, connect like with a them. family song. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. yeah. well, all the, all gospel music is my family's songs. <laughs> so all, anything gospel is my family songs. But uh, right. I guess the song to stick out is His Eyes is on a Sparrow mm-hmm. um, because that is a song that oh, yeah. is always sung in the church and, my, and around with my family. Absolutely. So I know um, just from looking into my research, you started, you wrote your first song in seventh grade. You really do your research, huh? Dude. <laughs> well, tell me. He's taking my what? questions. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me, like, at seventh grade, I'm just thinking about playing flag football with my friends, like, not right in like what was that experience like and do you still um, do you still remember the song i do um so it, in seventh grade I, re- I recall going on a field trip and i was traveling on in a bus in the back of the bus and i seen a house on a hill and i said i may not live in a house on a hill but let me tell you i'm real and i don't know wow. where it came from in seventh grade like and it was like i may not live in a house on a hill but let me tell you that I'm so real. I may not look like a model in the magazine. So I sung that at seven, wow. in seventh wow. grade. I wrote that. And so that started my songwriting journey. Was that Did that surprise you? You're like, where did that come from? Well, I yes, I did say where it comes from. But now I actually know where it comes from. To me, I, it's an anointing that happens. Yeah. 100%. It's, an, it's an anointing. It's a gift. And a gift, you can't explain it. Okay, so I mean, um, touching on that, you know, you've been on the Billboard charts, the iTunes charts, you've been nominated for a Hollywood Independent Music Award. Currently, you have a Grammy consideration. Congratulations on that. Shout Um, out to the Recording Academy members. Shout out. (laughs) What do you, what would you now, like, what would you tell that um, young man that made that song about the House on the Hill? Like, what would you tell him? Knowing all that you know now, what would you go back and tell him? You know, I always think about that young man. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I even think when I was five years old, when I started singing um, with my family and uh, that young man, I said, what would I tell that person, mm-hmm. that five-year-old? And it was just to never give up no matter 
what because I go through this industry and as an independent <clears throat> artist you're told no so much and mm -hmm. it hurts mm -hmm. especially when this is your dream and your passion but I would tell that person do not give up and don't allow anybody anybody to tell you you cannot because you can you really can't. Don't let nobody say you can't sing. like Because some people like to compare you to other singers. Right. And what I had to learn is to be myself and to sing like myself. So I would tell that young person to be completely yourself, sing like yourself, learn yourself, and that's going to be the greatest gifts. Now, Missy over here mentioned your, your Grammy um, nomination and your consideration. Your, your consideration. Correction. Um, before that, um, you had a chart topping song, um, complicated. Yes. Talk to us about that because that song I, I know very humble. I'm just gonna I'm gonna humbly brag for you. So it was number two on iTunes, which it was only behind the weekend's Take My Breath. It also charted number twelve on the Billboard Digital R and B charts, which was behind Aaliyah's four page letter. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Like <laughs> How, how does that make you feel? I, I don't know. I still, <laughs> I actually still right now, I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I, I see the Aaliyah, then I see Drake behind it, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> but I, it's an honor, man. I Just like that, that five-year-old is still there. And yeah. so, and it's still there, and I'm just like looking at my name and just looking at my face next to theirs, and I'm like, this is something you truly dream about. Yeah. And something, it also, this song Complicated was I wrote it in the living room 100%. I had no other songwriter, just me. And Man. no other writer, it was just me. So that's why I'm so proud. And it charted number two on iTunes, number 12 on Billboard. So well, I, it's such an honor. Well, introduce your song for us. We're going to get into it right now. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever been heartbroken, if you ever had a complicated situation, this is Nam Jones Complicated. Yes. And we're back. We are back. With Nam Jones. Yeah, so we just listened to Moments by Diddy and Justin Bieber. But before that, you guys, we had our guest Nam Jones' song Complicated off of his EP Complex. And can I tell you something? Yeah. That is my favorite genre. I just want to let you know the R and B breakup genre oh. is is my jam. Like that's I, I love listening to that. I love just like belting it out. Genre. I love breakups. Even when I'm not going through a breakup, I love it. Do you need to unpack something? Do I what? Unpack something. <laughs> right. Do I need to unpack something? <laughs> I do all the time on you know, the show. You go, you go to a therapist and say, let's unpack this. Right. right. <laughs> no, you want to know, I've been listening to R&B breakup music since before, like, I had any break breakups or, or any, like, heartbreaks. So oh, okay. I, ju I just love the genre. It does feel good uh, in a d weird way. In a weird way, yeah. yeah. So how did you know, like, that was your genre that you were going to, like, focus on? Well, I didn't know that was going to be the genre. I just knew that. <laughs> I just knew that I was heartbroken and I wanted to talk about it. So right. that's the best avenue to get it out. Totally. That's my therapy. Right. So write about it. If that's what you're going through, write about it. Um, now, Missy wants you to create a genre. Oh, the breakup genre. <laughs> the breakup genre. No, that, She's like, that you is did a, it that so is, well. That is a, that is a genre is. already. It is, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of breakup songs. So yeah, a lot of people are. think of R&B, you know, just loving and making. Exactly. But, but love comes hurt. And yeah. a lot of people goes through hurt. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the hurt. That's what I do. So like my song, Better Off Without You on my um, complex. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, it's speaking about being better off without you. I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm good. I realized I was good. Like, I'm good. I'm here right now. Then I realized I'm good. I'm better off without that person. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So I was reading, you get inspiration for some of your songs from people like telling you their stories. So, I mean, some of the your breakup songs, you get inspiration from them. Is that correct? Absolutely. Some of my breakup songs, I get inspiration from my friends and family, people who vent to me because I'm a, I guess I'm a ventable guy. I get people just, everybody just come to me <laughs> and tell me everything, all their Go business. Go tell Nam, who yeah, take care of you. You know, they take care, you know, I, they just tell me everything and I use their stories so sometimes though. now they know because i'm i talk about it on you know radio and you know tv shows <laughs> so now they know i don't know if they're being cautious around me now but i'm going to talk about well, it it's not know? like you're saying their names no no I, I don't say names um i don't say names but i just do use the stories um, yes or my own some of my own stories but a lot of stories of my friends and family no i love it and so does it feel like therapy to you when you perform on stage those songs Absolutely. You know, it's, and I'm an emotional singer. I'm a soulful singer. So 
that's what people feel and I'm tapping into that therapy you know I'm tapping yeah. into that thing when I'm performing even though my song I wish you the best is very it's hyper I'm st it's a very thing that I'm talking about I'm like I wish you the best I wish nothing less I hope you got everything that you ever wanted like that that is coming from a place of hurt <laughs> uh, so I'm really getting it mm. out and each time I perform it I literally when I'm done I actually have to leave off the stage and lay down that's oh, how I, yeah. I'm giving so much emotion out of that song that's why that's my last song okay yeah okay that's yeah awesome. so I mean, one of the things you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, you're a songwriter. So I also know as well as you're a poet. You also write poetry. How does poetry help your songwriting? Poetry certainly helps your songwriting, just like complicated uh the song we just played mm -hmm. is you know I, I picked up the phone to call you I'm looking back in the rear view I keep looking at this tattoo remember what you put me through so basically that was really a poem, poem. but wow. you slow it down and you just turn it up to I picked up the phone to call you looking back in the rear view keep looking at this tattoo remembered what you put me through so you just make it a song so that's how I do it you put melody behind it. You put melody behind it. That's all you do. You hmm. you write it and then put melody behind it. So that's how I do it. I don't know how everyone else does it. I like it. I, do it. I really like it a lot. And and speaking of like performances and stuff like that and singing, you know, and all the holidays and birthdays. Oh. You know, I know Missy had something to talk about that with, with birthdays. Well, we touched on it. So um, as our listeners may or may not know, you have performed like Francois was saying mm -hmm. for the NBA, WNBA, MLB, NCAA. I'm sure you're, that's a lot of eyes on you, right. right? So, and there's a lot of celebrities at these games, right? Oh, so yeah. what would you do if a celebrity, say like a Kim Kardashian type would come up to you and be like, you know, I would really love to hire you for like this intimate dinner that I'm <laughs> planning. Um, would you go? Would you do it? Hey, Kim, <laughs> hit me up, Kim. Right. I will be there. What do you want me to sing? Give me the list. I'm going to be there. I'm going to sing whatever you want me to sing. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. Absolutely. I, love I, I it. will be there. I, I will be five hours early, Kim. <laughs> five hours early. You heard it first. He said he's going to get there for breakfast and he'll be there for lunch. So Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So we got a special person in the building. Yeah. They celebrated their birthday mm. like not too long ago. Uh -huh. And I was just wondering if you could just serenade them. Happy birthday. Okay, sure. Yes. Okay. Shout out to all the Libras. Yes, shout <laughs> oh <my> out. <laughs> shout out to all the Libras. And of course, it's Anita's uh, Anita's birthday month. Yes. So okay. that's what it is. It's her birthday month. Oh, birthday okay. month. It's her, your birthday month. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Anita. Happy birthday to, to you. Oh, look at Happy Anita birthday, nose. Anita. All right. Happy look at that. That was beautiful. <laughs> for everyone who couldn't hear what Anita said, she said Nam could sing her happy birthday every year on her birthday from now on. Oh man, we'll play, I'm telling you, we'll man. play that video for you every birthday. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that was awesome. Good job. Man. And um, just a, a little plug, Kim, if you're listening, I mean, <laughs> right. that's, that's a little snippet of what you would get at this exactly. birthday dinner. Kim, I'm five hours early, Kim. <laughs> Look, my man does not play any games. And it is her birthday today, actually. That's so funny. It is Kim's birthday. Wait, is it? Kardashian's yeah. birthday? Today, yeah. Oh, look at that. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy oh birthday, Kim. That is hilarious. So Oh, oh my goodness. Go so ahead. just like we were saying, uh, all the audiences that you sing at, all the sporting events, what would you say has the best energy? What mm. what audience? Oh, or? I know. Okay, well, tell us, please. It, 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 it gives me energy just to talk about it. Okay. Oh. College games are oh. the best. I know. I performed at the NBA. Shout out to the NBA. Shout out to the WNBA. I love you all. Shout out to the MLB. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> like, I love you check, all. Check check. Let me check, check, check off. The, let me check off my. You know. I love you all. 
However, college games energy, right? It's nothing like it. Like I'm going to one next Saturday. Off, like oh my, I, really? Which game? Colorado against UCLA. Oh my goodness! I, I gotta go see so, Dion. Yeah, yeah, so lit. Yeah, of course you gotta see Dion. I gotta see Dion. <laughs> yeah. College games are so lit. Like um, I the I go to UNLV in uh-huh. Vegas. Oh, a lot. nice. Uh-huh. Um, and that's one of my favorite places to be. Uh. The energy is like electric. I love I, that. I, even as I'm singing, even huh. if it's just the national anthem, right? Even being a national anthem singer, like just singing it, you can feel the energy of all these people, and I'm like, woo! Like it, I can feel it in my fingers. I was wow. I feel like you're exuding it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm that's you. how much energy comes off. So of it. some people don't understand why I sang the national anthem so many times. I actually had a manager tell me, not my manager because I don't have one, but uh, a manager tell, oh, what do you want to be known as a national anthem singer? To you, sir. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to you, sir. Good comeback. Yes, I do. Actually, I mean, it's putting me in front of audience that would not have otherwise seen me. I see. I've right. seen people all over the just not the United States. People from all over the world coming up to me. Kids coming up to me, saying how amazing I sound. Those wow. kids That's are awesome. now following yeah. me. When I get when I got done singing at um, the Dodgers game. Yes. Soon as I got done, I checked my Instagram, and I can show you messages from people in the audience. That was the best rendition of the national anthem I've ever heard. Wow. That, like, then I'm saying about to order something to eat. You made my husband cry. Oh. Like, wow. That, those things is the reason that I sing it. And I also sing it because of people who died, who look like yeah. me, you, who look like everybody. So that's why I sing it. And I know there's a lot of, you know, things behind why people don't sing it and yes. why people don't stand or right. kneel. Okay. Yeah. But I sang it because of people who died, who look like me and you. Right. Absolutely. And another thing, too, is you just kind of touched on the national anthem and touched on just singing at different places for different organizations. What is that process like? Is it a situation where you audition and then from the audition they call you back? Take us through. And then what is it like when you get there? Do you get there like two hours before and you kind of do a, a sound check? Oh, that's that's awesome. Take, take us through that's it a all. Great question. I've so, never met anyone that sung a national same, anthem or, same. or sang. Sang. Oh, sang. I said, no, I said same. Oh, oh, oh same. Said same. Oh. Oh, same. Oh. Sorry, same. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone either. I thought I said it wrong. No, okay. sorry. So you know what I did was I just came up. I said I needed to make you know more publicity for myself. So putting yourself out there, I can sing for real. Yeah. So why not do it? And I know the national anthem. Believe it or not, actually, it started in high school. Um, mm. n- when I was in high school, nobody would listen to me. Um, and I was an athlete, but I wanted to be a singer. Um, I was a track runner and I was, nobody listened to me. But what I did was it was a girl group named the Rossums. And I seen the them Rossums. sing, I seen them singing at, um, a basketball game. And I noticed something that everybody had to stand up and shut up mm-hmm. when they sang. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh, ding. I said, this is it. <laughs> I said, this is it. And I was like, I, I said I said the Rossums sang the national anthem, and I told my music teacher, Mr. Yoder. I said, Mr. Yoder, can you teach me how to sing the national anthem? And so what I did my homecoming year, my twelfth grade year at homecoming, I said, can I sing the national anthem at homecoming? Now you know that is scary because that's in front of the whole school and everybody that criticized and you. your peers, and right? Your peers, yes. Not so, like they're strangers. They're not strangers. They're your peers. So that was the most nerve. That was really the nerve-wracking <laughs> thing I did. And so I did. I sung the national anthem there. So that started my national anthem journey. Um, but then what I did recently when I moved to L.A. is I just went into a room and I recorded myself singing the national anthem like 10 times. And wow. what I did is I put it on YouTube and I sent it to teams. Okay. So and, you prepped yourself. Yes. I, this is strategy um i like you i like it advocating for yourself this is good i sent it to teams um also ladies and gentlemen if you want to do anything you have to research 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 absolutely so research who's working at these teams research how to do that you know Mm because that's all i did Uh, i didn't do anything different than anyone else i don't have a manager i don't have an agent i don't have anything i'm just doing that myself and i just researched so fast forward who was the first organization wmba nba to contact you and say Nam, we want you. Or team. Or team. South Bay Lakers. Awesome. Shout out to them. Shout out to... Which they're a development team, uh, right? Yes. Development team for the Lakers. So, also, you can't think that you want to do something big like the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, and then you... So, you go to the South Bay Lakers because at first I was like, you know, of course I want to do the Lakers, you know? Right, right, right. And uh, and I was like, okay. So, I went to do that and 
just by doing that, you meet people and then they see you perform and they see you show up on mm -hmm. time. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I'm, then one day you get a phone call the, the last game of the season Ooh. of the Los Angeles Ooh. Lakers wow. on Easter Sunday saying, <gasps> can you sing the national anthem? We what was that you. like? Uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, Are you pranking uh, okay. me? Am I a punk? <laughs> of course. I was like, I gotta get a, I gotta get a haircut. You know, I gotta get, I'm gonna wear it. Okay, I need to contact somebody. So, and, spoken like a, a true guy. I gotta get a haircut now. Yes, but but the South Bay Lakers, and then after the South Bay Lakers, uh, it was Vegas. I went to a UNLV game. I went nice. to Vegas twice. Uh, they invited me back, and that that will keep happening if you do the great job. You know, you be on time, as I mentioned, and be professional because this is still a business. <laughs> right, it's, it's a business. So even singing something like the national anthem is a business. So you just got to be very strategic about what you're doing and be professional mm -hmm. and and know what you're doing because and it's a lot of pressure. You have to think. Everyone in that arena knows the lyrics. <laughs> I know. They do. That, everybody yeah. knows the lyrics and everybody knows the notes. Yeah. And uh, also there's a lot of military people and I feel their energy as well when I'm done. And I they grab my hand and hold on to me very Aww. tight and say, thank you so much, young that's, man. That's, that's awesome. inspiration. Because, yeah. I, I mean, that's crazy that you just said that. Because just imagine if you just fumble two of the lyrics. It's like you're done. And like to some people. To some people, you will be done. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you guys brought that up because that has a little bit to do with my training topic that we have later. Oh. I definitely want to continue with this conversation, yes. but no, I'm glad sure. we touched on it. Um, what I actually want to talk about talk to you about is your Grammy consideration. Mm -hmm. It is a Christmas song. It's called I Want You for Christmas. So how do you go from like what inspired you to do to do that? Because how do you go from like breakup R&B to like a pop song for a Christmas holiday song? I'm a diverse artist. I I don't like just stand in really one lane, honestly. Okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so I'm a very diverse artist. So this actually this Christmas song I want you for Christmas it's pop. Um, yes. so it's it's considered for best pop solo performance. Mm -hmm. Um and I did that song because I really want to do Christmas music. Christmas, I actually want to record a Christmas project, so which might be released next year. Okay. But this year I'm gonna do I'm gonna put out a little something. So stay tuned um, to Nam Jones N A M J O N E Z on all platforms. Stay tuned because I'm gonna release something soon uh, for for the holiday season because I love the holiday season. It's the favorite. It's my favorite time, and I love the holiday music. Yeah. Um, but I did. I want you for Christmas. Uh, it just came about. I was driving in the car and I. Actually, it was not even Christmas season. It was, it was, it was like it was spring. It was, well, it was, was it Christmas it was last in July. Summer. It was, oh, it was, it was last, last summer. summer. It was last summer. And, and I was just like, oh, and I was like, were you listening to Christmas music or anything? No, uh-uh. It just popped it just in my popped head. In your well, head. It's the anointing we were talking yeah. about earlier. Just, just it's like the when I was just like when I was in that bus when I was seventh grade and it just came to me like that. I it just wow. popped in my head and, and it, that does happen to me. It's something just like. Yeah. Uh, did you say did you say the song popped in your head when you were driving? Yes. Okay, so That's maybe crazy. maybe it's like the driving aspect of it, right? Cuz you were on a bus in 7th grade and then you're driving yourself. Maybe it's like, I like zoning out so, in the car. So people don't understand why I like traveling. Yeah. I like taking trains and buses and cars and traveling and looking out at the mountains and that gives me something it, it something it just gives me something and it just feeds me music. I don't it's really weird. That Man. feeds me music. Wow. Just traveling feeds me music. So I would rather take a train than to drive. Man, you're, you're a straight East Coast brother <laughs> through and through. Because, you know, of course, on the East Coast, a lot of people who live on the West Coast may not know. Most people get around without a car. Yes. On the East Coast. Um, I'm from the Boston area. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. You know, um, but before we go on another quick break here, I was just um, thinking you mentioned not having a manager mm -hmm. um, and business. So as far as like business sense goes, how important is it for for artists that are independent just as yourself to just know the business and then also know what it looks like on the other side when you do find that manager, you know, who to, who to work with and who not to work with? <laughs> Well, that's a packed question. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, I say, as I mentioned before, research. 
Um, you must research everything in the music business. Listen to a podcast. There are so many podcasts in, um, out here that you can listen to and get educated on. Listen to other artists speak about their journey because um, mm -hmm. that will tell you also who to trust and who not to trust. Um, mm -hmm. It also will tell you, you know, about deals and what types of deals. And, you can, of course, we're look, looking at you can look at like the Megan Thee Stallion situation right now right. and you can really educate yourself on that and why this happens and how did this you know end um so research 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 and there's really it just have a gift of discernment my grandmother always told me growing up I like a it. gift of discernment so you have to discern who to work with you know and that's mm -hmm. going to help you uh in your journey but far as a manager I, I I probably don't have one because I'm doing everything by myself and I'm very strict. You're doing great, man. <laughs> I mean, you don't need one. Exactly. You were doing wonderful. Honestly, I do need one. Oh. <laughs> I do need one because uh, sometimes it gets very stressful. Like if you're in an arena and like you have to focus on so much, I just want to focus on doing what I ha do best and just saying. And then you, you don't have no idea how much stuff you have to worry about. Right. Until okay. you have to worry about it. Right. I feel like I understand that you say you need one, but it's just... It's so incredible because you've done so much in such a short time. And I feel like a manager, man, they would feel the pressure right away. I mean, you got an artist by himself that charted on Billboard. And then not only that, has a top 10 like digital hit, you know. So it's like already if you're a manager, you got pressure. You got to come with it because, you know, it's not like it's someone who's just yeah. starting and hasn't hit those peaks or plateaus yet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But it, that's... That's great, man. You yes. know, and I'm sure you're going to find your person. Absolutely. And right now, we're just going to get into some music. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back. We got Nam Jones. We got more with yeah, him. Yeah, we yeah. got games. Missy's got her trending topics. And of course, you know, your boyfriend, Swa, got trending topics. We'll be right back. I want to get right back into like some of the questions we have for you as far as like just, you know, talking to you about some of the stuff you've done. Um, man, we got more topics coming too as well. Um, but. We didn't really get into something I know that is already there and you were about to talk about it, but we didn't really talk about it. Music influences. Mm. I know you're just a big fan of music. Mm -hmm. So at, growing up from seventh grade, writing your first song till now, who are some of those musical influences that have touched you and some of your musical heroes? Believe it or not, my musical heroes are some of my own family and friends. Oh, that's nice. My family and friends are the best musicians. They're the best wow. singers. They're the best artists in the world. Uh, they're, they're, there's Nobody can sing like them. Nobody can play like them. Like my own family and friends. So I have friends that can, <laughs> they're most talented artists that you can ever know. My family, my wow. aunts are the best singers I've ever heard. And that's actually when I started growing up, I was looking, started singing at five years old. I used to see my aunt and my grandfather. Uh, it was my, my growing up was like the Jackson five. Uh, my, <laughs> it was very, it strict. sounds like it. it was very strict around there. And, but I used to see my aunts and uncles play and my aunts sing. And I used to be like, how do they do that? And I remember I, I used to go into a corner and I used to sing, of course, they're mostly gospel artists. So I used to sing victory is mine. Mm -hmm. growing up and I used to be like victory is mine and my my aunt heard me and she was like are you singing oh you gotta get out here too oh <laughs> like, man so, so I just cause I was like I wanna do that and I but I did not know how shy. it was yeah I was shy and I did not know how they were you know emoting that you know emotion and I was like okay I'm gonna say victory is mine so she heard me and so that's how I started so have you and I don't know if you have or have not just yet have you made any songs with family members just yet not yet well my sister i have okay well so we don't we haven't put anything out but we have songs together she's a rapper well Ooh, rapper and singer. she's a rapper and my brother is also a rapper um shout out to tian uh well he won't put his name call his real name Bullet. it's all right uh, <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> yes uh he don't put you out there already sorry yeah and <laughs> it's my, all good. My, my little sister angel uh she she's a rapper and singers as well but we uh, we have recorded some things and put some actually back in the day we was on the apollo kids oh okay yes we were on, on can the i look that up i don't yeah, I, I, I would think love to see that but oh, okay. we were on the apollo kids uh we, we i would love to see that Yeah, we were on apollo kids and so did you rub the wood we rub well it wasn't the wood uh, it wasn't the wood it, 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 it wasn't was, the wood back then it, it, well it was the wood it was the wood uh, but uh we didn't get 
to that. We, it was like Apollo Kids. It oh, was like oh, at a different location. In a different location. Yes. Got it. Unfortunately. I wish it was Apollo in New York. I really did. Oh, man. That's still awesome, though. There's still time. I, I'm, I'm going to be at the Apollo in New yeah. York. Trust exactly. Me, very yeah. soon. It's going to be a sold out Nam Jong show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But so I, my family, my friends, like, and I wish I could do more with my family and friends mm-hmm. and this next um, season I just want to do more music I'm going to put out more music and hopefully um, you'll see a few futures of those people that's awesome that's exciting. man that's that exciting. is really cool Francois um, brought up your musical inspirations I want to know about your fashion inspirations because I was looking at your Instagram and you got some good fits every time you're on um, one of the courts singing the national anthem I, I peeped that oh, so man. I want to know who's your fashion inspiration uh, well, that's a great question. I well, he's love, blushing over here. <laughs> you know, I, I actually love fashion. I do. I really do. I love. I fashion. I could tell. Uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, like, but um, I really do love fashion. I get it from multiple artists. Okay. I love Usher. Shout out to Usher. Shout out. You know, what? I just want to shout out to Usher really quick in the Super Bowl because I'm so excited because R&B at the Super Bowl. Th- that's going to be so lit and it i is. love vegas i love the super bowl i love football i wish i was singing the national anthem um hello nfl um <laughs> i am available <laughs> nfl <laughs> i am available you know i don't they haven't announced anyone yet you know and i have hey. my experience and track record certainly aligns um, <laughs> <laughs> he has the experience he has the experience yeah. for it I love it. <laughs> and it would go hand in hand. R&B right. artist singing the national anthem with an R&B um, just, halftime show. Halftime that would be perfect. It makes so much sense. Or, or you know, or America We're the claiming Beautiful. it. You know, because Babyface did America the Beautiful last year. Okay. Yes. And that's R&B royalty. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm here. I have the experience, you know, and I love sports. Man. Um, Speaking of R&B royalty, I heard that you um, just opened up for a certain someone. Can you tell us about that? I opened up, oh, speaking of R&B royalty, I, I can't, some of these things, I, it's like I've done them and actually I'm trying my best to live in the moment. Yeah. I'm trying my best because I do them and then it's like, d- did I live in that moment? You need to keep right. a journal so you remember it all. Yes, I do remember it, but I just want to feel it. Like sometimes like when, when I was in that Lakers game, I did. Uh, feel, I, feel I feel like feel your that, book is going to be incredible. Uh, yeah, oh, that's going to be great. Your book is going to be incredible. So I opened up for also, he's also from DC. Okay. And an R&B legend. I opened up for Genuine. Oh, man. At the Novo. Uh, It was amazing. Um, He's such the artist. Like, he's such the talent, such the artist. He's such the legend. His performance, I love live performance Mm -hmm. because that's what I love to do. And I love to get on a stage and feel the energy. And Genuine performs like it's his last performance of his life. (laughs) That's amazing, man. And and just to not, not, you're going to get right back into what you're saying, but... For anyone who doesn't know just how I met Nam, it's incredible because all of this stuff hadn't happened yet. So just to bring everyone up to speed, we met at Ella Mae's album release party for her second album. Well, it's her third. It's third her third. Album. It's her third yes. album. And we were just kind of just chatting. Um, we both got in and we just were chatting. And then all of a sudden I saw he was a fan of music like myself. And then I found out he sung and I just told him, I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is a platform I have. I would love to have you on. And he just was telling me about all the things he wanted to do. And here I am. I follow him on Instagram and I'm like, he told me he wanted to do this. And look at him. He's doing it. He, want, he told me he was going to do this and he's doing it. So to see all these things manifest. Wow. It's amazing, man. Much power to you, my brother, because it's, you. It, you don't hear too many. You don't see too many people say that they want to do something and they follow through. Yeah. And I mean, it was just amazing. So to see you doing it, I mean, I just want to tell you that, you know, I tip my hat off to you and more about genuine. Oh, yeah, right you're back on the up to and you. up. First, manifest, manifestation is a real thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can manifest whatever you want, I believe. Um, so that's what all I'm doing. Absolutely. I'm just manifesting. Like you mentioned, I, when I met you, I didn't. All this wasn't going on. But no. I said I wanted to do all yep. these things. And here we are. You told me. Yeah. Um, so g- genuine situation um, came about. Uh, be- shout out to the talent buyer for Golden Voice. Um, oh, Golden yeah, Voice. Golden if Voice. you if you've ever been to concerts, you've seen Golden Voice. Shout out to Golden Voice. Shout out to AEG. Uh, shout out to Marcus at Golden Voice um, at the Novo. He's a talent buyer, and he we just have like a cool relationship. Um, I met him in a similar situation, um, and we wow. just became cool. And actually, we just, we were speaking about uh, R and B, 
in the state of R&B, mm. uh, which is always a great question because uh, probably you're going to ask me that anyway. Uh, <laughs> so he believes, he was like, I believe that R&B is going to be great in 2024. Like, He's like, it's coming. And he he would know out of anybody because he books the artist for the Nova, which is one of the premier locations. And he booked me, but he's when he's talking to me, he said, what I've noticed is R&B has an increase in sales and sellouts. So Tamar Braxton is going to be at the Novo on November 10th, yes. and she sold out. And wow. all of the R&B artists are selling out. And we're starting to see something. She has like her 10-year anniversary in show. Yeah. Yes, she yes. does. At the Nova. And shout out to Tamar. Yeah, also, shout out to Tamar. And also from the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, DMV, the Braxtons. Yeah, the DMV is taking over. I'm just yeah. saying. No, listen. So a talent buyer. You mentioned talent buyer for some of our listeners and for myself who are not familiar with what a talent buyer is. What is that? A talent buyer is a um, person or work for an organization or a club or and they go out to find the talent and they book the talent. So that those are the people that books talent. So uh, at any venue. So like a club promoter, but they're also like a club promoter. They wear many hats. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they wear many hats. But the talent buyer really is booking the talent and going out and help. Um, so you have to speak to like the management of that organization or place. So the talent buyer books all the talent. Nice. Yeah. Very, very, very nice. So did Genuine give you any, like, did you get to talk to him? Did he give you any advice? What did he say to you? Well, it's very, I, it wasn't because he came later and I was open oh, to okay, the show. Okay, okay. Um, oh. We didn't really get a chance to Shoot. sit down like like I'm Next going time. to. Next oh, time. yeah, so we're going to. I just seen him, him and Tank and uh, Tyrese. Is, I don't know. They're oh, yeah. linked back up. I just seen that TGT. last night. Yes, I seen that last night. Yes. And I'm also a big fan of Tank. Uh, love of Tank and Tyrese. So. I'm excited about that. No, but we didn't really get awesome. a chance to talk, unfortunately. But hopefully next time. Yeah, no, I'm next sure time. you will. But you know, we're going to get into some games here. Be yes. Be but before we get into some games, we're going to get into Terrence Martin and Alex Isley have a new album out called "I Left My Heart in Ladera." Have you heard it just yet? I have not. We're going to get into the new track off that album. It's called "Honey." Here we go. Man, oh man, it's too much fun up here. Yes. We're chilling with Nam Jones. We just actually yeah. had a fun time with Do Tell. And, um, you know, Missy has like a great question that we were just actually talking about. It's all good, Nam. You're cool. You know. Okay, so the last question of the interview. You know, so something that's going around social media right now is who would be on your Mount Rushmore? Mm. There's four, right? So who would be on your Mount Rushmore? What R and B Mount Rushmore? Whatever kind, whatever, yeah. whatever you want. I'm gonna make it a R and B Mount okay. Rushmore. Okay. And I'm gonna start with Luther Vandross. Then I'm wow. gonna, go, you know, Teddy Pendergrass. Uh -huh. Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go. With, I like it. And then I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Brandy. We're gonna put Brandy in there because it's just the vocal bible. Um, and then I'm going to go with, oh, man, this last one is hard. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, it's there's hard. Four, there's four, you, right? Oh, it's four, four. It's four. four. Yes, it's four. Uh, oh, I said Luther, right? Because I can't miss Luther. And then I'm just going to go with, dang, it's so hard because there's so many people I'm thinking about right now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. I got you. You got me. I uh, got you on a hard question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you did get me. Um. I'm going to go with Nam Jones. Hey, <laughs> hey, look at him. <laughs> That's so, a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> so Brandy, right? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite Brandy song or favorite songs from Brandy? I know well, you I, mentioned Brandy. Her, I'm a Brandy fan, too. Her Full Moon Project. <sighs> yes. I mean, that's the best. But I also love Brandy because I actually love, like, uh, plays. And I love when... Uh, oh. I so in school, I was in play. And I was, in, I was the prince in Cinderella. So okay, that's why I know a lot of those songs, um, and I know I watched a lot of her in that, and but it was really for the music for uh, for that Cinderella because mm. it's so great. It was a great. Um, however, right now I heard she's releasing a Christmas project, and you know I love Christmas music, right? And I just I just seen that she posted so she, her, she have a Christmas project releasing next month, so I'm so excited. And she's the vocal bible. For me, gosh, that's a great question, Missy. I would say I'm, I'm going to do a hip hop because R&B, my, my mind is just, there's so many just like so him. Hip hop, I mean, first, of course, number one on there would have to be, um, and, and this is in no order, but first person that comes to mind for my hip hop, Mount Rushmore, would be Rakim. 
Um, big Rockham fan. Next one would be MC Light. Uh, third person on there uh, would have to be. Uh, boy, gosh, it's so hard because so many faces come into your mind. Um, I would definitely say Grandmaster Flash. Mm. Grandma- Grandmaster Flash has to be on there. And then um, last person. Um, last person. Gosh, man. I'm going to have to go with KRS-One. Mm. I'm going to go with KRS-One. Okay. So those are my four. It is tough, That is tough. It is tough. I know. Anita? I don't even know where to start. (laughs) I feel like I need to have, like, a Mount Rushmore for people that are changing the world, like, making it a better place. This trending topic is going to go crazy with people because people are going to have all kinds of answers. Yeah, Yeah. country music can have its own. Latin music can have its own. Like, you know, like, I feel like there's not enough heads in Mount Rushmore. (laughs) I know, right? We should do a remix. Six heads. Yeah. I don't know, honestly, like changing the world, I guess it would be like Chef Jose Andres, who does the World Central Kitchen. Okay. Mm. And his organization actually feeds people in their time of need when when they're um, they're going through something, whether they were affected by war. Like he's been feeding people in Ukraine since the Ukrainian war started. Mm. Now he's over near the Gaza Strip feeding people there. Whenever there's a hurricane, he has chefs and volunteers that go off to wherever the hurricane is hit. Like he's all over the world. Wow. And that's what he does. It's called World Central Kitchen. So they have chefs that volunteer that literally run restaurants or food trucks and they go and then they have people that go off to certain areas and he just keeps going and going and going and because people need food for comfort to survive especially when they're going through something like that so i would say for sure him um probably jimmy carter mm. he's in the home hmm. for habitat you know and he's he, he's his project is still going despite like his health wow. and his age so i would say them too um i'm trying to think who else I have a lot of love for nonprofits, so that's why I'm yeah. thinking about world changers. But I don't know. I honestly don't know who the other two would be. I mean, those two. Oh, Melinda alone. Gates. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. She's contributed so much of what she got in her divorce. A lot of it. To boys and girls clubs. Wow. To empowering women to mental health. So sh- I don't think, and she does it a lot behind the scenes. That's and, awesome. You know, I think that would be another person. I'm just trying to think of people now, like not in general, like going way back. But and these are these are all people that have done great things for people all over. Yeah, for people that's, all that's over. That's amazing. I wouldn't even think about like a Mount Rushmore like that. But that's a great. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a great, one. great way I don't to know. look the at it. The fourth would be like tough for me. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Fourth. Um, I mean, because there's so many people right now that are contributing to mental health. So, um, but I think that NOM is an organization, but there's so many people that head it. Yeah. So I wouldn't even know whose face would go in there. But yeah. Hmm. I like that. Mine. I yeah, like that. Too. That's a good, and that's a good like category list that you have. Mine would be um, show hosts. That would be on my Mount Rushmore. I like how we all have different yeah. things. Yeah. It would be Wendy Williams. She's definitely on there. I love her so much. How you doing? How you, <laughs> how you, how you doing? doing? <laughs> um, let's see. I grew up on Oprah, so and mm. she's a great host, so I definitely Absolutely. want her. Um, the, the last two, though, they're not individuals. That's they're okay. like a group of people, right? So I love Breakfast Club, and I love the show The Real. Right. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Uh, they they're gone. They're not on anymore. The real's not they're, on they're anymore. They're not. Okay. No. So the real Breakfast Club, Wendy Williams, Oprah. But, awesome. And uh, I wish there was more like Latina um, hosts that I could like give off. Mm-hmm. The real does have um, Adrian, Adrian, which she Bailon. is. She is uh, Latina, but. Um, I need to look it up because I need some more. Sofia Vergara back in the day used to host two different Latin shows. I used to watch them. One was called Control. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and half the time, like, she was walking across the beach talking about music and what was current and in then. So 
She was pretty good back then, but she doesn't do that anymore because now she's now known she's as an actress. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Which I will have to say, I do have a picture of Wendy Williams on my wall at oh. home. Wow. I do have a picture of, of The Breakfast Club on my wall. I do have a picture of the real. So, so these are <laughs> I like love them. these are like big time influences on yeah, you. For yeah, for me, yeah, for wow. sure, for that sure. Is, wow. I have a picture very, very of cool. Luminary Sounds on the there wall. There we go. Hello. <laughs> we there too. Hello. That's what I'm talking about. So that's what I'm um, talking about. So before we leave, yes. um, I want Nam to tell us any projects you're working on, anything you want the listeners to know, um, your social media so they can find you, any special events. It's all yours. Floor is yours. Well, thank you so much. I actually, thank you for having me once again. Oh, no problem. I, I greatly appreciate this. This is so fun. We have fun. I had a great time today with you guys. Um, so you can follow me, um, N-A-M-J-O-N-E-Z, on all social media platforms. Um, just Google that. Uh, and also what I'm working on, I am working on my official album and for 2024. So it's going to be released uh, probably summer 2024. Uh, look forward to some singles being released before that. Um, and before that, actually, I will release probably another holiday record. I'm going to do a cover of, I'm trying to figure that out right now, like, mm-hmm. Oh, Holy Night, Mary, Did You Know? You know, something like that for mm-hmm. for the holiday fans um, because that is still a big market uh and i just love holiday music and next year i want to put out uh, a holiday album so nice yeah so that's what i'm working on right now um just stay tuned to uh, my pages i things pop up um <laughs> like right now i don't i could say nothing's going on next week or when i leave here or when i leave somewhere <laughs> something could pop up but um, continue working busy on busy man you, you know um continue working on music and um i'm excited to present you new music and um uh, just love on you guys and yeah man um, we're excited for that yeah the world needs that the world needs that yeah and then you want to know what just just before we leave you guys i wanted to tell the listeners we did have somebody text us and tell us who the game show host you look like wayne brady <laughs> just, so, just so everyone can google it that's what that's, like, that's what you were trying to get to yeah i always get that <laughs> i always get wayne they said do you know who you look like I'm like, oh, here we go. Wayne Brady. <laughs> oh, man. And, and they have to say it like that. Like, Wayne Brady. You got to do, do some um, game shows like Wayne one day. Like, after, you know, you do all your singing, they'll be like, oh, wait, you know what? He, is, he looks like a game show host. We're going to get him on. Listen, I, I'm here for the bag. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. But, man, we've had a great time with you. You're going to have to come back when you have new music. Absolutely. Of course, we would love to have you back Your family to luminary sounds we welcome you with open arms and um it's your boy francois the great missy talks and now we're gonna get into that grammy consideration track i want you for christmas by nam jones which is up for best pop solo performance here we go congratulations thank you thanks for coming merry christmas everybody let's have some fun clap clap